and welcome to another episode. Nay, we say the best episode, the most recent episode. Is it the only episode you haven't heard? It's an episode of Lex Education. Lex, 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 Lex. Education, education, where the comedian comedy podcast, where comedian podcast comedy me tries to learn science comedian comedy podcast from her brother. He is called Ron. Hello, I'm Ron. What we've never told you before is uh, he's Ron, short for Ronaldinho, the footballer. Surprising. Lots of people call me that. Nah, lots of people call me that. Don't care, don't know who that is. I think it's a compliment. Sure, if you're into football, why not? Um, And uh, hello everyone, how are you? We're not in the best mood, are we, Ron? We're a bit sulky. I'm all right. Oh, all right then. Well, I'm not in the best mood, Ron. I'm a bit sulky. And I'll tell you... Oh, I see. (laughs) You're just ignoring the personal family tragedy that we're having at the moment. Yeah, fine. Ron doesn't care. I went went shopping this morning, Ron. Everybody in the Waitrose car park was a dickhead. And I get it. Waitrose is a stereotypical, like, byword for middle-class twat. Did you go to the one near my old flat? Yes, because I needed to go to Taj. I wouldn't normally go oh, to Taj. I love Taj. One, it's the other side of the town. Two, it's expensive. Three, it's small. You know, fine. But I needed a certain type of pastry from Taj. So I thought I'd do the rest of the shop in Waitrose. Ugh, I was reversing and it was pretty tight, right? But the only thing I could do to get out of people's way was to do a three-point turn. And I'm there, I'm reversing, I'm being very careful. And then the guy behind me just starts beeping. I'm like, do you think I don't know that you're there? Like, I'm aware. You can see how carefully I'm reversing. So why are you beeping at me? Then he's beeping and, like, staring at me like, my car's here. And I'm like, I know your car's there. The fact that I haven't hit it yet is proof that I know that your car's there. The thing that's happening is I am reversing and turning around without touching your car. Then he just reversed back up like two meters because he had fucking loads of space behind him and could have done that the whole time rather than beep at me oh if he hadn't been stopped there in the turning area there wouldn't have been any drama then as i'm driving home i'm coming up to the roundabout at seven dials you know and i get on the roundabout and then i see over by one of the other ones by the laundrette this old 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 lady starts crossing and i'm like okay cool start slowing down then the guy just steps out in front of me and sticks his arm at me and i was like whoa dude what are you doing? And he starts gesticulating wildly at the woman, like, look at her. I was like, I could fucking see her, mate. I'd already slowed down for her. What I wasn't expecting was you to suddenly step out in front of my car and expect that because I was going to break for a woman who was 30 yards away, I had time to stop for a man that suddenly launched himself at the bonnet of my car. (sighs) Sounds like you're just surrounded by a den of fat slags today that's horrible i am ron and the whole time child of the podcast was sulky so we were just listening to the cbb's theme tunes like in the car so you're doing all this to the teletubbies theme tune which is (laughs) fucking mad when you listen to it just in your car it's really insane there's a bit where they sing Mary had a little lamb and then this posh woman just goes, well, I'm glad that's over. That was a lot of noise. And then the Teletubbies beg for it to happen again. And it just fucking happens again. <laughs> uh, I lived 100 metres away from that Waitrose all through lockdown. Mm. Um, 
And because I wasn't really spending my money on anything else, I just shopped at the Waitrose rather than walking further away. And while it's expensive, if you're spending pub money on it, you usually spend at the pub. Mm. Fucking brilliant. I lived like a king, got real fat. Delicious. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Walking around Taj, just looking at the how thick and juicy all the veg is in there, I was like, oh, man, getting fresh stuff from Taj is the way forward. None of it was packaged. It wasn't great. None of it was packaged. So I did do as much grocery shopping as I could at Taj. But to be honest, I don't write the the, the groceries at Taj, all, uh, like the green groceries at the Taj all the time. Oh, I got some big fat aubergines. Sometimes there'd just be stuff that was just like off. Oh. And obviously then, because it's not in a package, you're like, okay, I can just choose the other ones. But then you're like, well, how old are those ones if they're with the ones that are off? Yeah, I guess it depends if you're going to use them that day, isn't it? Yeah. I go to the green grocer um when i could be bothered um uh, uh, on north street near me in bristol now um well i've only just started going and fuck me the fruit is good from there i've been eating i've been eating some apples apples yeah we had to change the kind of apples we were having so that child of the podcast could have them and they're too flowery for me i like a granny smith why couldn't she have the other ones because she doesn't get through them quick enough tiny mouths oh She's too small to do anything. Yeah. Anyway, um, we've got lots to talk about in this intro, but do we? No, so okay. we should probably do some of that. Did you listen to today's episode, Ron? Most of it. Have you looked at the notes that I've made? I'm looking at them now. I've got them open. Yeah. Did you do the advent calendar analysis? No. Ah, okay. Well, then we've got I, lots to talk about today. I just have not had time to do that. That's fine. So, first thing on the agenda, one, Leicester Festival tickets. It is less than a month now until our Leicester Festival debut. We'd love you to be there. It'll be our third live show. We think we're getting the hang of them now. We've done two. They were both great. We're going to have another great one. Please do come along. Um, I'm doing solo shows both days too, so if you want to come to both, hey, come to both. They're in the same venue. The one on the sun, so it's back-to-back on the Sunday. It's that show. You can go and get a beer and then come back up Uh for my show um tickets are at the leicester festival website or if you live in leicester pop into the black horse in aylston and you can buy them at the bar um leicester festival that's that done new board game episode of patreon came out last friday um i was a bit worried about it ron because we were so interested in the subject we forgot we were supposed to be entertaining in any way you were so interested in the you were so interested in the subject you barely let me talk throughout the episode true facts not a lie is spoken. Editing it, I was like, gosh, we might as well not have an audience. We are literally just having an in-depth discussion. But people seem to have enjoyed it. The Discord has been ablaze. People so, like those episodes. People loved the Bob Dylan episode as well. And that was just yeah. a good discussion. I think I, th- I think it goes to show that maybe in podcasts, like, both of the guests should be in, uh, both of the hosts should be informed on things. I don't know about that. Um, so oh. join the Patreon and listen to that. Or if you are a patron and you haven't listened yet, hey, it's sitting there. It's ready for you. Um, now, the big announcement this week. We are going to make a class tea towel. We have got in touch with a company who can make a little tea towel with all of our images on it. Anybody who wants to be involved can be on the Lex Education class tea towel or first class tea towel. Maybe we'll do this again in the future. Don't know. Anyway, if you would like to have your picture included on the Lex Education class tea towel, what you need to do is send us a one by one inch image 
of yourself that you have hand drawn. You need to draw it in quite a thick pen, quite a simple drawing, because I have to trace all of these and put them on the tea towel, and then email it to us, lexeducation at gmail.com. Send us your images, and we will put them all together on the class tea towel with our own images and some regular guests, and then we will be making this tea towel, which will be available for you to buy, should you want to, so that you can have a little bit of lab wrap merch in your kitchen and have um, the nicest podcasting community ever all joined up together on a tea towel. So one by one inch, so it's quite small, just a little stick drawing or, or a drawing that represents you if you don't want to try and draw your own little face. You can do whatever you like uh, and put your name in the box too, like write your name or however you want to be known on the tea towel. Send that to us, lexeducation at gmail.com and we will arrange them on the tea towel. We'll give you quite a while to do this, but if you can get them in quick, great. Um, if we say end of February is the deadline, we'll remind you every week, so don't worry about that. But we think this will be a lovely piece of merch. Yeah, a bit different as well, isn't it? Pardon, Ron? A bit different as well, isn't it? I reckon. I wonder how many other podcasts have ever done a class tea towel. Probably, like, none. Uh, yeah. Oh, that was a scream from downstairs. I think they're reading the Big Hairy Toe book that her um. older sister of the podcast bought her, and she likes to pretend to be scared of the monster. That's a weird book. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be good fun, and we're we're all about useful merch, you know. I think that mm. should be our vibe, like not just another t-shirt or a hat, although those are fine, but like, you know, stuff that you can use. We want to be drying yeah, totally. your dishes with you. We want to be there when you're making a meringue. Um, we want to be there. Bobble hats were a good seller. I'd consider doing bobble hats again. T-shirts is too much faff, man, because you've got to think sizes, worth too much hassle. Tea towel, one size, let's do it. Yeah, um, if you guys ever want T-shirts, then you all need to become the same size. Yeah, yeah, because we can't be bothered with that. Um, so enjoy this episode. It is our second ever redo episode. Something about January <laughs> makes me lose recordings. And yeah, so I mean, we can we brag as much as we want about being the only podcast that... <laughs> <laughs> the only podcast that has a tea towel but we're also the only podcast that just regularly has to redo episodes regularly once a year it's not even that bad anyway crack on in and uh we'll see you on the other side it's a redo ron it's a redo do pretending it's not right now to moisturize your face because your face is so shiny and wet looking that i was like yeah because i use expensive products ron i've got so many products the one i opened this morning so it's 21st of december for us right now here in the real world um was called dragon's blood run and it's an eye gel for making me look like less like an old crone and now i've reached a point 21 days into the advent calendar where i've got so many creams i can't possibly use them all in one day because they're just layering on each other and not actually reaching the skin anymore so i've had to come up with a skin routine while i've got some of these products and then i'll just have to slowly change it as they run out because I, th I think my skin would fall off if i was using all of these acids and and things and today in the dragon's blood one right 
It was hyaluronic acid, which has come up a lot. It's like a moisturizing acid or something. And then um, arnica, which I know we've had in the past because it helps bring bruises out and it's for brightening you around the eye. So I was like, okay, so it's like drawing out bruises or something. And then the third ingredient was trademarked. So I was like, so that's definitely nothing. Because <laughs> it's just something you've invented. <laughs> or it's water, but you're calling it perkapood and, and pretending it's fancy. Yeah. I mean, that's not... What do you think a trademark is? Well, something they've made up. No. Yeah, because you can't just say, like, hydrogen trademark. No, but they could have had a process to make a molecule that they've then trademarked. They haven't, though, Ron, because it's a face cream. They're not going to make up a molecule, are they? I don't know. They waste a lot of time on it. I mean, it's working. Like, I'm not saying you look like one of these because you've got delightful bone structure, but you've got definitely the skin texture of a blobfish. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Have I got the Botox shine as if I've had loads of Botox? I can see distinct points of light on both sides of your chin, all over your nose and your forehead. (laughs) That's what I wanted, was to be so shiny that people are distracted from the ageing of my face. I think that's what we're going for. Really shiny. Uh, what the moisturiser I've used today is the Rich Cream, which was, I think, possibly day one. And it's so thick, it takes half the day to soak into your skin. I've had a lot good? of spots in the last few days, which I hope is the cleanser, the one that came with the weird cloth, like drawing out all the stuff that's normally just wedged in pores, mining it's, its own really business. not really how it works, I think. Is it not? No, I don't... Oh, well then, in which case, it's, it's making my skin worse. <laughs> it's because you're putting all the products on it at once. <laughs> no, I told you, I've stopped doing that now. I've got, I've got four more days to go, but... Um, on the 23rd, I'm just going to have to open the 24th and 25th because I'm going home to Mother and Father of the Podcasts for Christmas and I'm not lugging the whole thing across the country. Yeah, so I'm just you guys have... are real on it with car space. Oh, we tried to buy a roof box yesterday because <laughs> we were so worried about getting everything home. Yeah, fair. But it was like £450 to get a roof box and I was like, do you know what? No. It doesn't feel like it should be that much. Like, I'm not saying it should be cheap because you don't want all of your stuff to start flying around, but like 200 quid, surely? Well, this is how they get you there, Ron. It's like 100... The cheapest roof box is like 230 quid or something like that. Not that bad. But then you've got to buy the bars and you've got to have it fitted. Uh, And the bars are another 180 pounds. So you're like, ah, that's how they get you. But luckily, I've got a dripping tap at the moment and Halfords is right next to B&Q. So I rang Agony Dad in B&Q to ask him what washer I needed for my dripping tap and I mentioned oh we were in town anyway getting a roof box and he said I've got a roof box sitting in the shed if you want it so we're getting a free roof box off Agony Dad so you're just having the bars attached then no he's got bars too oh he's going to do all of it yeah probably he's a good lad do it with all bungee ropes and stuff won't he yeah, probs. I do have to fix the tap by myself though our, our bath is dripping and it's it makes me really anxious why? Uh, it's a waste of water, isn't it? We're running out of drinking water. Are we here? Well, in the world, generally, where I live. Yeah, but they're not going to ship that water to somewhere else. No, but it's going to go in the sea, isn't it? And then it's not drinking water anymore. Yeah, but it's it's not going to... I don't think it's good to have dripping taps, is it? No, 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 but there's, you don't have to worry about it. Worry is not a useful emotion. 
Well, it's you're doing the right thing. Washer and fix it though. No, the worry is not making you do that. What's making me do that? The then? fact that that's what you need to do because it's sensible to fix a dripping tap. Worry because you, you're doing that and you're still worrying about it. So the worry is not helping, is it? No, but I've been through this with my therapist, and I and she always tells me why worry's bad. But there's like just get your worry glands sucked out, you know. Yeah, but you're you told me this. I'm parroting back to you therapy that you've passed on secondhand. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know it, Ron. I just can't do it. Yeah. That's the problem that's with the therapy. Problem they therapy. tell you it all and you go, yeah, that's really logical. Thanks a lot. And then your brain just goes, I'm still a piece of shit. Yeah. I'm not depressed at the moment. So I've like signed up for the dentist. I've signed up for a doctor. I'm really looking after myself. It's nice. I've started flossing. Oh, bloody hell. Nicely done. Yeah. I figured now I can't brush my teeth as much. I've got a real Listerine habit. But I think that that is deroding my gums quicker than the brushing was. Why do you think and that? And I started flossing. Because it hurts so much, Ron. Yeah, because it does sting, but you can get ones that don't sting. Yeah, I'm going to do that next time. There was one that said mild flavour, but I didn't want to be that puss-puss. I thought, I can handle it, I can't handle it. You are a big puss-puss, though. I'm a huge Um, (laughs) puss-puss. I'm thinking about getting a water flosser. Oh, Will Duggan's got one of those. Talk yeah. to him. I Friend remember when he got it, he told me it was life-changing, and I, but I don't know if he still uses it. Well, I think a water flosser might be what you need because then it's kind of the same action as cleaning your teeth mm. and it would leave you feeling fresh. Um, yeah. Friend of the podcast, Noah, has one. <clears throat> yeah? So I've talked to him about it, yeah. Oh, all right. But I'm all over these apps. Uh, these gnashes at the moment. You're getting on those gnashes now. Yeah, I've got to go to the dentist in February. It's going to be the first time in four or five years. Um, Laura, I didn't go for ten years. <laughs> yeah, but you're only a little baby boy. We're going on a family trip. Tom booked us as a family. I've never felt more betrayed in my life. He, he's, he comes through sometimes. Um, yeah. I, I just, honestly, I'd never been off my own back. When I turned 18 and mum stopped taking me, I just never went again. I was like, this is sweet. I don't have to go to the dentist now. <laughs> oh, Ron. Yeah, but now I'm going to go every year. Yeah, you are, you legend. Yeah, every um, bloody year. We've got to do a redo, Ron, because I lost the file. Yeah, do you not remember how bloody Dullsville this episode was, apart from all the no, light that we brought to it? I remember it fun. Yeah, but the content was fun. Because we had characters... And I've made really good notes, I would say. So hopefully we can just... If it turns out like the last redo, where we screamed at each other for two hours... Yeah, but you were being so dense. No! Right, let's not even go back to that. If people want to re-listen to that, they can go back and listen. Great app. The Moles redo special. Probably one of our best. Or worst. One or the other. Anyway... Properties of electromagnetic waves. That's what this episode is. <laughs> what? That's the episode before me. You've got no notes for this one, no, apparently. No, it's not. 84. 84. Properties of electromagnetic waves. No, we did EV that before. and Gamma, Sievert, Rinchin and Becquerel. Danger Mouse. Don't know why it says that. Oh, all of my doing. great Danger Mouse chat is gone. <laughs> you were so <laughs> rude about that. Uh, yeah. Um, that's what that's what this episode was. Oh uh, yeah. Millie Sieverts. Yeah. 
Um, well, yeah. God. Do you want to talk about Danger Mouse again? No, because you we were had really a bit of a misunderstanding where Ron it. was talking about Danger Mouse. And I thought he meant the cartoon mouse. He meant a music producer. Yeah, no, it's fine. We don't have to talk about my interests. Let's talk about face cream some more. No, I'm willing to talk about it. I just no, because you've lured me into this trap before. What trap? Because oh, you're going to be. Like, it's not a trap. It's a cuddle. No, because you're going to be like, oh yeah, talk about it. Then you'd be like, who cares? That's boring. Well. That's how you feel about face creams. Yeah, but we talked about it for ages. I was really... I was lovely. I was charming. All right. You talk about Danger Mouse and I'll be lovely and I don't charming. want to. Okay. No. What else do you want to talk about? Well, we should probably do... How long have we been recording? Long time, Ron. Ten minutes. But the episode is going to whiz by because we've already done it. Yeah. So we're doing 6.6.2.3. Properties of Electromagnetic Waves 2. Have we already done one? Yeah. I thought, oh yeah, we have. I've written it down twice. Yeah, before it was all the electrons on shelves that are not shelves. And now it's different. Yeah. Um, So, do you want to do higher tier stuff or are you feeling lower tier today? No, I'm feeling higher tier. Hang on, let me take the glue stick back out of my mouth. I'm feeling higher tier. All right. Um, so first thing that we need to know is that radio waves can be produced by oscillations in electrical circuits. This is different to what we did before. I haven't written down any of those words. Yeah, I wasn't feeling very higher tier last time we did this. Bloody hell, Harry. All right, well, I'm going to start another page of notes for all the extra gubbins. So oscillations... What is oscillating? Is that waving around in a circle? No. It's, um... It, 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 I think it's, uh, I think it's something oscillates when it is described by, like, a sine wave. Described by a sine wave? What? Swing backwards and forwards in a regular rhythm. Yeah. The grain pan near the front of the combine oscillates back and forth. That's the example they give. Wow. <laughs> All right, yeah. Um, oscillate. It's a lovely word, isn't it? It sounds like a bird. Do you want to know one of my favourite words that relates? Uh, danger mouse? No. Oscilloscope. Yes, that's lovely. So what was oscillating? Electrical circuits. Oscillating electrical circuits make radio waves. Yes. Okay. When radio waves are then absorbed by the antenna, they create the same frequency, like oscillations in the waves again, and then that's how you receive the radio signal. Nope. What did that mean? Say that again. So an antenna absorbs it, and then what? They start oscillating. So you've got one thing that creates oscillations in the electrical circuit. That makes radio waves. Radio waves are transmitted, absorbed by something else. They create the alternating current there, i.e. an oscillating current, and then that gives the information to the thing that you've sent the radios to. Sure. Does that not make sense? Uh, there's a lot of gaps between the words where stuff's happening. So imagine the radio wave. We're sending um, the great, great song... Eight Days a Week by The Beatles. Danger Mouse. 
Um, and ooh, I need your love, babe. Eight days a week. And we've got like a radio transmitter that's putting that into the wires. Yeah. That's the the oscillations in the electrical circuit is then creating radio waves, and then they're also going. Ooh, I need your love, babe. Eight days a week, and then that hits an antenna which is plugged into a circuit and creates the same electrical pattern in that one. This is the kind of inventor I could never have been. Someone that can get a song into just a thing going up and down. Friend of the podcast, Noah, agrees with me. Of course he does. He's your friend. Husband of the podcast agrees with me. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Have an enemy. Um, in in some ways, you. Why am I? No, I I'm asking you. Oh, <laughs> you meant I was your enemy. You were like, in some ways, you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Ron. Happy New Year. Um, I've got loads of enemies. Me. They don't know. Lucy Porter. Stop starting beef with Lucy Porter, who I like and whose podcast I've been on, actually. Who are your enemies then? Um. Well, I've got that friend that I don't talk to. Oh yeah. She's she's my enemy. Yeah, she sucks. To be fair. Yeah. Um. Oh, there's that comedian that I had to do that Edinburgh run with. I don't like him. Mm-hmm. Can't remember which one you're talking about. Uh, it was, it was there's a lot of male comedians ago. to hate. Yeah. Um, who else do I hate? I think that's it at the moment. Those are old beefs. Is there more science, Rob? <laughs> Um, I was just thinking, I don't think I have any enemies that are like people I know. Oh, you hate from a distance. I hate from a distance. I hate quite passionately from a distance. Yeah? Yeah. Um, That's what you get for reading the news. Oh, yeah. I think Kia Starmer's my nemesis. Yeah? Yeah. But what if he gets in power and then just turns out to be the most lefty, brilliant person in the world, eh? Eh? Then eh? that's not how you should run a democracy. No, I know, but it's the only dream we can cling to. Yeah, no. Um, yeah. Um, I've got to wrap up all my Christmas presents this afternoon. That's fun. What time will you be at Mum and Dad's on Saturday? Um... Hopefully by like three, four. Okay, nice. Depends what time Tom gets back from Middlesbrough. That's a long day. Yeah, I know, bless him. But hey, if he listened to his wife, it wouldn't be his day. So let's have no sympathy for him. Uh, okay. <laughs> He's my enemy. Yeah! <laughs> Fuck you, Tom! Pew, 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 pew. Right, so talk it back to me, Laura. Radio waves getting transmitted. 
Oh, we just did that bit. Let's do some more. Yeah, that's why I said talk it back to me. Right, so an electrical circuit's oscillating and it's making an alternating current that is making a sine wave shape, yeah? And then that gets absorbed into an antenna and then the antenna does the same sine wave out to a radio and that's got the information in it. That's a lot of words. I don't think there was much content to it, but we're moving on. That is pretty much verbatim what you said to me. No, because you... And that's what I said to you. And that's got the information in it. Well, what did you say then? And you said that transmits the information, the song Eight Days a Week, and then you just sang for 40 seconds. Ooh, I need if you think no. that your words explained how a song is in an oscillating wave, you are fucking nuts. It's, uh, you know, like a sound wave. Yeah. You didn't yeah. say that. I don't... Sometimes you're like, oh, oh. don't treat me... Like a dum-dum. Fast furious. And then other times you're just like, oh, treat me like well, a dum-dum. If you're, but the thing is, Ron, if you're going to treat me like a dum-dum, then when I give dum-dum answers, you have to be happy with them. No, I don't. Yes, you do, because that's it's all not the, the information format. you've given me. It's not me. the format. That's all the information you've given me. It's not me. the format, Laura. I cannot know more than you tell me. You can. That's, I think that might be your big fucking problem, is that there is a world of information out there and you don't have to receive it from me. <laughs> But whenever I bring tidbits <laughs> of information to the podcast, you're always like, who's told you that? Yeah, because it's, it's literally absolute tosh. Well, then don't be mad when all the information <laughs> I trust is you now. Uh, me and friend of the podcast, no, have just gone splitsies on a new scientist subscription. Ooh, so none of those old bastards. Maybe Fucking science Galileo. updates. Ooh, let me sign in and see what's in the science news. No, Ron, let's just do this fucking episode. Ugh. We're 20 minutes in. Halfway. Right, I'll read out... I'll. Why don't I lead the episode then, as I've got the notes, OK? Yeah. So, UV, X-rays and gamma rays are dangerous, Ron, OK? Yep. Because they ionise particles in your body. And ionised things tend to get busy because they have a charge, they do stuff, and so they either... What do, you, sort of what, what do they mold, do? Mold, I'm saying that. They either... Are you, that's not what moisturiser you're using on your face, is it? Is, does it specify it's a face moisturiser? No. Ron, don't use that on your face. Get a face moisturiser. Why? My face is the same skin as the rest of my body. Yeah, but it's exposed more than the rest of your body. Oh, hi, child of the podcast. Please don't climb the ladder. Hang on. That thud was Laura touching the desk. That was not uh, a child falling. It's okay. She's safe. Cool. Don't worry, everyone. Well, um, I don't understand why, though. Because your face is out all day. So? Whereas your tummy isn't. I don't... So? So you want a different moisturiser that protects it all day, has a little bit of sun cream. Laura, I was using zero moisturiser before this. Okay, fine, it's better than that. The, anyway. Is, yeah, but, like, it, that is better, though, right? Sure, yeah. But you just might find it blocks your pores, it might make you spotty. 
You just want one that's been formulated for your face. I've been getting a few spots, but then so have you, and you've put thousands of pounds <laughs> on your face this month. Arguably, Ron, I, I put too much on my face. I okay? don't know if I will take your advice. My face is glowing. My face can be seen from space. I'm basically Rudolph the Red-Nosed Face. Anyway, the ionized cells either end up like killing off other cells around them because they're so, like, aggro or they become cancerous and they sort of multiply loads and loads and loads yes ron uh cells don't get ionized (sighs) particles get ionized yeah Yeah, yeah. okay not cells. and then the the ionized particles will either kill the cell they're in because they've just destroyed the machinery that makes it work or they mutate it in such a way that then yeah you get cancerous growths yeah um, a sievert is a measure of radiation, Ron. Yep. What? Is, what? What? Ra- what? <laughs> what? What measure? Yeah. Agreed. I agree. No. What measure? Uh. What measures radiation? In in what sense? Because becquerel is the measure of just pure radiation, isn't it? Is it? Yes. It's a thousand millisieverts. Is one sievert? Yep, that is how those things work. Rinching is air absorption. Yeah, so it's a different thing absorbing it, isn't it? And do you remember why they stopped using the rinching? No. Well, um, what are we talking about there when we're talking about these things being harmful? Death. What's absorbed? Decay. What's, Radioactive what's decay. Absorbing? Half-life. What's, what's absorbing it? Everything. No. Particles. No. When we're talking about ultraviolet and X-ray and gamma ray being dangerous, what's absorbing it? Bodies. Humans, yeah. So the SIVA is the unit of, of radiation dose to a human. Oh, which is why they stopped I using the... that. I think I did. Um... Because we talked about how they stopped using the rinchin because that's about absorption in air, which isn't a true conversion to... Do you know what? Uh, I think by this point I was so busy building up the world because there was Master Gland and Runcap and then Lord Sievert and Rinchin. Rinchin is Runcap's dad. And then you said Becquerel and I said Becquerel was probably Rinchin's new wife having killed his first wife. And Millie Sievert is their daughter that they've named after Lord Sievert to try and please him. I think I was sort of creating the little Hobbiton world of Runcap, Rinchin and Lord Sievert and Master Gland. I despise how well you remember that. <laughs> but that has a story around it. I can picture that, you know? That makes sense. Because remember, Lord Sievert was like the lord of the whole... And Master Gland is like the sheriff of the area. Because you were arguing with me about... Oh, a PlayStation 5 controller. Very fancy, Ron. Um, You were arguing that Master Gland was the lord of the area, and I was like, no, he's like a sort of middle management, but he's all up himself with his own beliefs in himself, whereas Lord Seaver is the overlord. Let's both draw Runcap and see whether we draw the same thing. Yeah, Okay. Just so you know, I've got really cool gel pens, so... I've got a bick. And he's got a dig bick. 
are you starting with? I always start with the eyes, baby. I started with the nose. got a mullet. It's turned out weird, Ron. Wait, where's this chin? I'm so bad at drawing. I should be talking, it's a podcast. I am talking. I said I should be talking. Yeah, um, I can't draw very well, Ron. I'm okay at drawing. This is different to how I imagined it, but that's okay. I think I've put quite a lot of culture into, uh, into him. Yeah? Yeah. What kind of culture? The culture of the world that he lives in. It's the first time we've ever played drawing on the podcast, isn't it? Yeah. I wonder if it makes good audio. (laughs) Is this one of my edits? Uh, No, it's mine. That's lucky for the listeners. (laughs) Yeah, I'll put just fun music over this and maybe some. I'll try and find the music that like Bob Ross uses, you know? I don't think he uses music. No music at all? No, I've never actually watched Bob Ross. I used to watch it when I was a stoner at university. I've tried to give him buck teeth, but it looks more like he's smoking. Uh, my guy's kind of like a modest monk. Oh. Mine's like a 70s punk dystopian roundhead from the Civil War. Smoking a cigar. <laughs> Maybe he's got a beard. He's going to have to have a beard because I messed up his mouth. Oh, shit, now his beard is a different colour to his hair. That's not normal. That's not normal. Oh, fuck, this is awful. (laughs) This is worse than my science. Ah, class. This is just so that you know when I show you this picture, Ron. This is not at all how I picture Ron Cat, okay? (laughs) I'm almost done. It's just a drawing that's happened. All right, uh, I'll send a picture of mine to you. Oh, yeah. Who is is that? Me? No, that's one of his daughters. Oh. Here's mine. I haven't got my phone up here to be able to send you um, a picture, but I'll just show you. (laughs) 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 Like you say, it's not how you imagine run camp, (laughs) so that's just a little drawing you did. Well done. It didn't come out right. But I put in lots of effort. All right, let's, do you want to keep talking me through what we went through? 
Uh, yes, I do. Um, <clears throat> so... Oh, we talked ages about why radio waves are better than other stuff. Oh, radio yeah, we waves, did the next bit. Ah, radio waves yeah. are very good for communication, Ron. Why? Um, because they don't cause damage to humans or anything that we can tell. And they are very reflective. So they're easy to send about. They're reflective? Yep. Where'd you get that from? But I have written it down under no damage. <laughs> I, I don't think if they were really reflective, that would be good, would it? <laughs> they, ref- they reflect well off things. Is that what we want? <laughs> yeah, because then they're easy to transmit. So if we've got a city, lots yeah. of buildings in it, lots of flat surfaces for a radio wave to reflect off. Yeah. If you've got radio waves bouncing off all of these buildings, what's that going to do to the signal? Send it about really well. No, though, because, like, so if we've got a car, we've got a radio wave that's going straight to the car. Great. Ooh, I need your love. But then... We've got, like, another bit of radio wave that's going to bounce off a building and hit the car. So then it's going to be like, ooh, I, ooh, I need love, love, babe, babe. Oh, well, then why did I write down reflective? Why are you getting cross when I'm just explaining in a fun way? But you must have said it or I wouldn't have written it down. Oh, that's not true. (laughs) What did I mean, then? Fuck knows. Probably that is, doesn't get reflected at all. It goes through things, and that's why it's so good at what it does. Okay. I'll write not after reflective in brackets, then. But reflective is a property of a thing that reflects something, not of the thing that's getting or reflected. it's very thoughtful. You know? Um, anyway, so there's that bit. Uh, then I've written oscillating electrical circuits. Oh! Current is the same frequency as the wave. Conductor AC info. That's that bit we just did, Ron. Yeah. There it is. Great. Uh, then I've put microwaves are good for cooking and satellites because they're easily contained. Um, infrared. Why, why does being easily contained make them good for satellites? What are you talking about, watch? Shut up. Because uh, uh, you can just get them into a satellite dish and then stop them. Laura, when I ask these questions, you don't have to double down. <laughs> you can reflect. Maybe that bit only re- pertains to the cooking microwaves then. Maybe they're yes. good for satellites for other reasons. Okay, let's go with that. Then infrared. (laughs) Well, I don't know, Ron. They're very small. Where are satellites? Um, Well, are we talking about, like, sky or of love? What's a satellite Satellite of love? love. It's a song. You don't know anything about music. Satellite of love. Is it by... Who is Satellite of Love by... My brain, uh, Lou Reed. Interesting. Not somebody that you know a lot of the music by. 
No. It's a bit too cool music for you. You only like pop music. I'm goading it. It's not working. Goad, goad. (laughs) There's goad in them there hills. (laughs) Uh, Then we've got infrared, and they are good for heaters, cookers, and dark night cameras. Why have I called them dark night cameras? (laughs) What? And that is because um, heat people glow. We glow a little bit when we're hot. Heat people glow? (laughs) We're glowing when we're hot and it stays about a little bit so it can be captured. It's also non-harmful. Well, because what is infrared? Light. It is heat radiation, isn't it? It's heat radiation. Yeah. Yeah. So we're warm, but it's not just about us. Don't think that this is just about humans, okay? It's about stones, grass, the sea. Well, anything with a heat signature. Yeah, what are you doing? Are you drawing more? Yeah. You're not I've drawn Master Gland. I am. I'm having a great conversation. Yeah, but you're a little bit disengaged. I'm drawing Master Gland. (laughs) I think you're going to like him. He looks like... Mulder and Scully's boss from X-Files. Oh, you love X-Files. It's all right. I do like X-Files. Well, now you've stopped talking. Yeah, I've run out of notes. That's everything I wrote down. Um, well, you didn't go through visible light. We don't think we did that. Maybe. Well, if we did, I'd given up making notes by then. It'd be weird if we stopped halfway through a list. Yeah. But it happens. So what's visible light for, Laura? Seeing. But in technology. You can't escape my technology. Techno, techno, technology. Um, what is visible light for Ron? In technology, it's for cameras. So the example that it's got here is fibre optic broadband. We didn't talk about this. We might have done. We didn't. Why did you just turn your camera off? I sent you a picture of Master Gland. Oh, cool. Visible light is for fibre optic technology. Like those little Christmas trees. Well, no, more like fibre optic broadband. Oh, fibre optic broadband. It is the same technology as fibre optic, but... As Christmas trees. Do you know what the benefits of fibre optic communication is? Very fast. Uh Master S- Gland is gross, Ron. Pretty good, though. Yuck. What's wrong with your brain? Um, very fast, Ron. Yep. Yeah. UV light. Any uses for UV light you can think of? Setting my nail varnish. Yep, that's one. Any others? Tanning. Yep, sun tanning. That's on the list I've got here. Um, cool 80s artwork. Yep, uh, artistic endeavours, absolutely. And, uh, Looking for jizz. Yep, forensics, absolutely. Maybe going... Did you see that thing where a bunch of NFT bros blinded their guests? Yeah! That was crazy bananas. Yeah, 
They were at a festival, weren't they? And they overused UV and some people went blind. It wasn't that they overused... Well, obviously they did, but um, it was that they just didn't do any research into the type of UV that you need. So they literally used lamps that are supposed to, like, um, like disinfect your hands. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yikes. Uh, yeah, not good. Um, and then x-rays and gamma rays... Obviously, x-rays, medical imaging, um, and then uh, other treatments. And what about gamma rays? X-rays and gamma rays are together there. Oh, they're the same thing. They're not the same. Well, they're all the same thing. They're, They're different. It's a spectrum, remember? Love is a spectrum. All right. Satellite of love spectrum. Satellite of love. That's how that song goes, Ron. Never heard it. And you heard it thanks to an oscillating electrical circuit making a radio wave, possibly coming at you via some visible light fibre optic broadband. Huzzah! She's learned. She's learned. Maybe we should do every episode twice. No. Oh, look at that lovely sun coming through. Shortest Mm. day of the year today, Ron. It all gets better from tomorrow. I love that for us. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Soon it'll be summer party time. How many parties are you going to have this summer? Um, Twelve. You should come and live with us for the summer again. Um... <laughs> See you for the quiz. Bye. I can't remember because this is the one that we had to re-record already. Remember? Yes, I screwed up the admin. So, it's a weird one, man. All right. 84. Hmm. We've done it twice, so it should be a good quiz. We've done it twice. Oh, yeah, it's the one with Runcap's dad. Well, it was until that got deleted and lost. No, 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 no. I remembered all of that. I think we re-added it. I don't think we did. Do you reckon one day someone will make... You know, like there were the, the, the lost tapes on... Um, on Radio 4, Hancock's Half Hour, and they're like the missing ones, and I think people like recreated them. Do you think people do that for the missing episodes of Lex Education? Well, the Moles original and this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone will try and recreate the original based off what they know of us from the, from the redo. Well, if there ever was a fan base that might... <laughs> might be us. I still need to read the, uh, the English homework, man. It's sitting here on my desk. I've I've yet to actually see it in person. Yeah, I need to bring it yeah. to you. Yeah. <sighs> so, Laura, can you remember mm-hmm. what we were doing in the bulk of this episode? It was more properties of electromagnetic waves. It was. These guys yes. have a portfolio of properties. They are on the market. They're landlords, for big time. Properties. Ron, what the fuck is going on with you? I feel like you're stoned. Are you sure it's a headphone thing and you haven't just been smoking all morning? I haven't, no. It's, it's really like resetting Hang on, my we're brain. doing a callback to an intro from about three weeks ago. Ron's got new headphones and they're making him zen. Oh, God, this podcast. Mm. I bought some tea the other day that tastes like Jaffa Cakes. Wow. Is it meant to? 
Yeah, I haven't tried it yet. I don't know if it actually does. Why are we talking about it then? <laughs> I, just... I can't be the focused one in this podcast because I'm not. <sighs> All right, question one. Are you ready? I'm always ready, born ready. So we're doing properties of electromagnetic waves too. For those reading along with the syllabus, that's 6.6.2.3. Literally no one is doing that. <laughs> Imagine if you are such a shit teacher that what you do is just play out these episodes in your class. <laughs> but can you imagine if I stopped doing it, people would be like, Ron hasn't said the numbers in a while. Nope, I don't think they would. I think they would. <laughs> I think there's one person, isn't there? Is it Abby? Sophie? Somebody is heavily invested in the numbers, and and that's it. That is the only person that's commented. It's not unfeasible that... Because this podcast is going to go on forever, mm-hmm. right? Someday... Whether you want it to or not, listeners. Someday someone is going to, you know, use it in their GCSEs. And they'll need to know where we're up to. Okay. Question one, Laura. What type of wave can be produced via oscillations in electrical circuits? not answered by the first half of the page of my notes oh hang on oscillating says that there uh oh radio waves sir radio waves Mm. yes it is radio waves then one's what killed the radio star no wait that was video damn it they were killed by the video star yes Laura, could you give me the unit in which radioactive exposure of the body is measured in? Sievert. Mm. Absolutely. Yes. Um, well done, Lord Sievert. You're so welcome for your right to exist. Laura there may be making a reference to something that's not in the episode. Nuh-uh. I definitely recapped it because I remember you being angry with me that I could remember all the characters but nothing about the waves. Yeah, okay. I'm still <laughs> then we drew sure pictures, you should... remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but then you said yours didn't actually look what you thought <laughs> Run Cap looked like. So it's just a dude. Yeah. What's that comedian's bit that you love where he says he's a dude? Oh, it's um, uh, Adam Hess, and he has a bit where he uh, his mum asks him <laughs> what he wants on his birthday cake when he's a child, and he panics and says, uh, uh, a dude? <laughs> A dude? And so she makes him a birthday cake of just a man's face. <laughs> Me and Tom say it to each other all the time. Uh, a, a, a dude? Uh, it's good stuff. 
Um, he is one of my favourite comedians. Laura, can you, for three marks, just briefly explain the mechanism by which harmful electromagnetic radiation damages a person? Um, so it, uh, it charges the electrons and then in, in the cells of a person and then they sort of go into overdrive, um, either then the cells need shutting down and killing off or they start, um, killing the cells around them or they just overproduce and then that causes cancerous growth. I'm going to give you one mark. No, I said three things. Doesn't mean they were all true, though. And we've had that chat before. So it doesn't... But the electromagnetic um, radiation does interact with the electrons, but it's not electrons getting overpowered that is the problem. It's ionising radiation, i.e. radiation that makes an ion that is the problem. And then those ions are, are what causes the damage. Um, and then you do get a mark for saying, you know, it's either just shuts it down or proliferates it. But Oh, I, yeah. Ionised things tend to get busy. I have written that down. Yeah. Um, Should have read my I'm, notes instead of trying to do it off my brain. But um, uh, then, yeah, would have needed you to sort of say, uh, you know, about DNA getting affected. Mm, I didn't know about that. That's how sort of mutations happen and that's, you know, cancerous growth and stuff. It's how you get gills. So, Laura, why are microwaves use... Uh, my, why are microwaves usable for satellite communications? Uh, I remember talking about this a lot yeah, the problem was we did talk about it and we discovered at the time that my notes were shabby and we discussed that audibly, but no change was made to the notes. Uh, is it because they are... Uh, they are... Uh, easily uh, transportable, like transmittable. They go through sense? things. No, they they're contained easily. Um, they are. Uh, they can travel long distances. All electromagnetic waves can. Mm. Okay, so that is true then. One point. Uh, also, they don't hurt people. Don't they? No. I'm going to save us all some time. <laughs> you don't know, and that's okay. No, because all why... I've written down is contained easily, but that's when they're about cooking, and that doesn't make any sense for satellites. No, it does, because satellites are always outside. What? A satellite and a satellite dish, yeah. both outside, so it does not matter that the microwaves are contained, whereas radio waves 
go through walls and cars and that, which is why you can have a radio inside. Oh. Uh, God damn it. Yeah. Um, Laura, can you give me... Uh, a An A! Brief... A, give me a B! B, give me a C! C, but... <laughs> You pulled that around because you know that when cheerleaders are doing that, they're not just doing the alphabet, right? Well, they might be if it was like an alphabet thing. Like maybe they're like the Albuquerque alphabets. You are confusing cheerleaders and the Jackson 5. Okay. What? The Jackson 5, did they spell things? A, B, C. Is it one, one, two, two, three? three. You know, the other day, I had what felt like a mind-blowing moment that was nothing, which happens a lot. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, this could be a fucking segment. <laughs> we'll record it at a different time to all the other bits just to confuse the timeline even more. Mind-blowing moments that are nothing with Laura. And I was like, wait, the letters could be in any order. Yeah, alphabetical alphabet order means, means nothing. Nothing, and we spend so much time learning it and getting it right, literally just so that we understand like where books are in a library or whatever. And then they use the Dewey Decimal System after a point. But like alphabetical is just it's nothing. nothing. Yeah, blew my mind a bit. Yeah, there's there is no reason why A should be before G. No. It's just some nonsense class system for letters. Yeah. Sorry, man. Yeah. Um. I think, like, primary schools need to have a look at themselves. We could have spent all that primary school time learning much more useful stuff. But you still have to learn the alphabet. You have to know all the letters. You do, but you could just do it in any order. Yeah, but that's harder. It's easier to learn them in a specific order, and it's also easier to learn them to music. If that's the way your brain works. You think that there's someone who would find it easier to just learn 26 things randomly? Maybe, or in a different order, you know, put all the vowels together and then all the, like, like the perdubas together and the, like, succuses together, like, you know, all the different sounds, put them in little families. I think it's so admirable how much you want to help and you being an inventor at all you are putting your whirly big brain to the problem (laughs) but I think on this one to be honest my love I think you might be solving a problem that's not there I I think getting there if you struggled with the alphabet and you want my new wheelbarrow alphabet I I just think that there are more entrenched problems in the education system and then it'd be like a new type of schooling wheelbarrow schools <laughs> no you you have like to China stop schools. running these right-wing psyop like <laughs> methods to you cannot co-opt the wheelbarrow wheel wheelbarrow alphabet no that doesn't work no that sucked the wheelbarrow alphabet but like you know man but you know why it's called the alphabet you go to a mainstream school or a wheelbarrow school a wheelbarrow school and that is where i discovered um uh, no, you can't design a caste system where you have just scooped up a bunch of people and made them 
a, you know, subhuman to the rest of people. Subhuman? Excuse yeah. me. All your little wheelbarrowites <laughs> toiling away, <laughs> striving. Well, they have to pay their tithes to the great wheelbarrow. Otherwise, how are they going to escape the lava flood? But, Laurie, you couldn't call it the wheelbarrow alphabet because alphabet comes from alpha, beta, A, B, the two first letters of the alphabet. You. Um, all right then. I'll call it the um uh I'll, I'll I'll think about it. Okay. Um but again, I do think there are more entrenched problems in the education system than learning uh, well, letters that you do have to learn in a specific order. I'm just going to put them in an easier order for everybody. Okay. Um I think that's the end of the quiz. <laughs> Was there a quiz? <laughs> yeah, we just did the quiz. <laughs> Fucking great. Well done, me. Hey, Ron, did you get a water flotter? Uh, no, it's still on my list. Mm. I, I've just been going to the dentist instead. Oh, yeah. Did you have your first dentist appointment? I've had three now. Wow. Was there yeah. problems? Yeah, we've talked about this, haven't we? Oh. I don't know. I don't think you told us. I don't think we've talked since you went. Yeah. Well, I had checkup, mm. um, and then I had a filling, and I've had to have a tooth out. Whoa! Did you yeah. kick it? No, you he put smashed it in my tooth collection. If you like. No, he smashed it into pieces. Whoa! Why? To get it out. Oh. Like held on tight. Well, yeah, it's a tooth. Like is. Um... Well, I've had loads of teeth out, and they just come out full. No, well, um, so I'm going to get an implant at some point um, in the spot. So we wanted to really like preserve the bone, but they uh, for real just like smash it up and oh, pull it out. Absolutely, like they they um, anesthetize you, but then you can feel the crunching and the moving. Yeah, like and it was. I'm not particularly. I'm not particularly scared of going to the dentist in terms of like the tools and the sensations and stuff. I just, I think I just, I don't know why I didn't go for so long. I think it was just, in, I think I, I, I think because I'd only been when I was a kid, I assumed I was going to get told off. Yeah. Um, cause you kind of do when you're a kid going to the dentist. Um, or at least I did cause I didn't look after my teeth very well. Um, but he, yeah, it's just so matter of fact and it's fine, but yeah, like proper, like, nightmare equipment but go to the Absolutely. dentist guys go to the when i had dentist. my first wisdom tooth out it was so awful the second one i had it done under general because i was like i'm not going through that again um i was supposed to go 7th february and they rang and they were like we're really sorry we need to move your appointment um next available appointment is the 5th of may it's like oh you better hope that there's nothing rotting in my mouth then hadn't you that's anyway. not really good enough if they're moving your appointment i know what did exactly. they say why they had to move it? Oh, they're pieces of shit, mate. Yeah, fuck um, Right, we've got some advent calendar analysis, but Ron did not have time to do that. So no, it's been a week. Just, we discussed it a lot. I think my face is less shiny today. It is. Good. Your skin looks nice, though. Yeah, it's got a bit of a matte finish. Um, have you got anything for the new scientist feature, Ron? No, we do that in the episode. I did start reading. Um, we didn't do it in the episode. No, but in the ones that we've done it. No, we did it last week in the outro, though. No, we did it in. Yeah, we um, did. No, we did it in the body of an episode, and we did it in the quiz. 
I don't think so. I think we did it in the outro. No, Laura, no, promise. We did it in the body of an episode and then we did it in the quiz. Okay, fine. But I can, I can. No, no, no. I was reading. No, because I've done the prep. It's just not right. (laughs) Okay, I don't want to. Let's do the register. So so we've got a lovely global audience. So, Ron, Ronchester. All right, you go first. You haven't done the music. I think it's different every time. <laughs> yeah, it is. Thank every you time. to Andrew Smith. Andrew is the reverse tooth fairy who slips loose teeth into your mouth while you sleep and then leaves a fiver underneath your pillow. Thank you, Andrew. And thank you to Scotty Jones, who is Lucy Porter's agent. But not for booking gigs for Lucy. They just book up all the gigs that Laura might do, (laughs) furthering the feud so Laura can't get them. (laughs) I think we should get Lucy Porter on the podcast. I love that. Uh, She's very funny. Thanks to Trish Caller. Trish, Trish, I know you in real life. What are you doing being a free patron, mate? What are you getting out of it? Get in touch. What's happening with this free subscription? You email me like at least once a month we speak. Do you know Trisha's the mum of one of younger sister of the podcast's friends, Ron? She's the mum of one of our sister's friends. Yeah, yeah. Oh. If you look at all of younger sister's prom photos, oh, there's Trisha's daughter just there next to her. Anyway... We don't know why you you can be a free follower on Patreon. We don't know what you get out of it. Nothing, we assume, and neither do we. So, hello. What are you doing, Trish? Let us know. Um, that's the register for today. Sorry, it was a bit aggressive. Cross. Yeah. We're about to go and record with Agony, Dad. That might cheer me up. Yeah, boy. All right. Well, listen, send us your, um, send us your tea towel pictures. Buy your Leicester Festival tickets. Just... Be nice to us. Make sure you talk about us everywhere. And um, kiss kiss somebody today. Kiss everyone. <laughs> no, don't kiss everyone. You'll get kiss everyone you see. Uh, class dismissed. Yeah.